Like many of you, you, we battle depression during life's ups and downs. Music has always been the one thing that we could rely on to get us through the tough times that we all face. Follow us on our journey as we discuss the healing power of music, interview bands, break down genres, review band biographies, and more. This is the When Words Fail Music Speaks Podcast with Blake Mosley and James Cox. Hey everybody, welcome to When Words Fail Music Speaks. I'm your host, the handicapped host, James Cox. And I want to tell you about our next interview with uh, Miss Sonia Anubis. Um, so inspired by KISS, at the age of 14, she picked up the bass. And a year later, she started playing guitar also. She is a self-taught musician. So her extreme tastes developed at the age of 17. And as a bassist, she joined many local acts, m- many local metal acts, and played various shows internationally with brutal death metal band Severoth. With death metal band Ecoside, she released Where the Stars Align. At the age of 19, she joined her first band as a guitarist, the all-girl heavy metal band Burning Witches. With them, she released the Wings of Steel EP, full-length albums, Hex and Hammer, and Dance with the Devil, and toured internationally, playing big-scale festivals such as Wacken, Sweden Rock, Summer Breeze, and more. In 2020, Sonia decided to leave the Burning Witches due to personal reasons and to focus on Crypta and Cobra Spell. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Sonia Anubis. Hey Sonia, how are you doing? I'm doing perfectly fine. I had a great day giving guitar lessons and uh, doing my thing. Awesome. Music stuff. <laughs> awesome, yeah. So I understand that you live in Amsterdam and that's nighttime where you are. It's what, like, like, not like nine o'clock there? Uh, that's right. It's nine uh, seventeen here, and I live very close to Amsterdam. Not exactly in the city itself. Okay. But like twenty kilometers from there. Yeah, because for me, I find it hard to to um, figure out the time zones because it's four o'clock here. That's why I had to reassure you, hey, is this is this the right uh, time and yeah. everything? So I'm real bad at time zones. I'm real bad at time zones. So um. Uh, so, yeah, okay. it, it can be very confusing, and certainly now there, there's there has been a, a time change in America, and it's so yeah, yeah, because we yeah. spring forward and fall backwards, you know, spring ahead and fall back, so it's all confusing. I wish, yeah, I wish we <laughs> settled on one time zone and that's it, you know. So it you know, but it's all good. It's all good. I understand. In in the intro that I just said, uh, you are an avid Kiss fan. Definitely. I'm a very big, big KISS fan and I love playing their music and they're the reason why I became a musician. So KISS is very important for me. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. So um, if you had to pick one album that's your all-time favorite, um, whether it's the first first album you heard, uh, which album would that be and why? Um, that's a very good question and it's always very hard to answer because there's so many bands that I like. Yeah. But I have, if, if I have to change one, uh, sorry, to choose one, then I think I would go for the for the first album from Kiss, the self-titled one. Yes, right. Because yeah. every single song of that album is 
is legendary in my opinion every right. single one is catchy and it has a lot of energy so i really like it yeah that that uh, that has coaching on it right i think i think it has coaching yeah yeah it has my, coaching. yeah that's, that's <laughs> one of my all-time favorite songs well mine is um it, it's got to be here dynasty because this is awesome. the first yeah that's the first record that i've ever heard of you, you know cool. with kiss so that remains to be uh, instilled in my heart, you know, because because obviously it's my first record I heard, and I'm like, who is this mm -hmm. band? And you know, what are, I'm like, holy crap, that's that, that's fantastic. Um, and I've got to see them live twice. Um, have a, have a, you seen them live? I've seen Kids live twice too. Okay, actually, yeah, because yeah. um, my first uh, concert with them, what we'll, we'll seeing them is as uh, as they toured with Ace Freely. And then the and then the later one is uh, Tommy Thayer. Oh, so you saw them with Ace? Yes. Yeah, that That's that was awesome. That I'm was... jealous here because oh. I, I've never seen Ace play live. So uh, my dream would always have been to see Kiss with the original lineup. Oh. Unfortunately, it will never be possible. I think anymore. Yeah, but... no, because they're good. I think they're they're calling the quits next year or something or wait, or whatever. I mean, they do their which last time tour. been already? You, they yeah. always did. <laughs> yeah, because uh, it's funny you mentioned that because uh, the, the first time I saw them, they were on their final farewell tour for the first time, and that's when yeah. they toured with Ace. And yeah, so I got to see them. But um, uh, given the fact that you are Kiss fan, just like me, um, which which guitarist do you prefer? Do you prefer like like uh, Ace, Bruce, or or Tommy, or like or like Vinny Vinny Vincent? Well, I have um. My main option for Kiss, like as the classic lineup, is my favorite with Ace Frehley. Right. Um, but I really like Vinnie Vincent. Just simply um, as a, um, how you say it? Uh, his whole persona as the Egyptian warrior and everything is something that I consider very cool. And his playing was also pretty original. So as a second option, I would have Vinnie Vincent. Right. Yeah. Because I found it, I found his uh, playing very very unique and. As uh, as um, e Egyptian makeup was very cool because they all you know right. branch down and pick their own. Um, but I think th that the best drummer that they ever had was Eric Carr, you know, and, oh, and sadly, they, yeah, he was a great drummer. Yes. yes, it's so sad that he passed away <laughs> so early too. Right. Yeah. But but I think that he would still be the drummer if uh, if he hasn't passed away, which is you know yeah. unlikely. Yeah. So um, so uh, let's talk about your Patreon for a minute because. Cause I bought uh, some items from your pay. No, I bought some items from your um, website, and I got them right here. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, I don't know if you remember me, but um. Oh you, wow! Yeah, yeah that you, one. Yeah, My hair you signed in. already a little bit. Yeah, you signed <laughs> in. And I was so proud to get this because it is sold out at on your website right now. It's your poster. Oh hell yes! Oh, yeah. So. Awesome. Yeah. So. I, I I think that sold out pretty fast, didn't it? Yeah, they sold out quite fast, and they have been restocked right. too. But only the first ones were numbered, so there is yes. very limited numbered yes. ones. Uh. And then the, the others were not numbered, but they were also sold out quite fast. So I I decided to not print them anymore because otherwise it would lose its authenticity too. So right, yeah, because yeah, yeah, because the the, the uh, I I guess the more limited edition is, the more the more you know, the more keepsake it is or something, you know? 
right and uh, and my hair color has changed it wouldn't really yeah, make sense anymore yeah. <laughs> well it was brand new i i'm talking about i i i really love the blonde look you got going on it's it's, it's a fantastic look for you i think thank you so much sure sure um so uh so how old were you how old were, were you when you decided to, to to make a music a career for you Aha. So um, I started as a musician officially at the age of 14 when I uh, when I grabbed the, the bass guitar. Okay. Um, yeah, for the reason that I got really into Kiss. And a year later, I got uh, to also uh, additionally play the guitar because I was also very inspired by this band named Megadeth. And they had Ooh. they had this guitarist named Marty Freeman. And yes. his playing is very inspirational. And his solos is something that I cannot play as a bass player, so I really had to to pick the guitar up to to um, to step up my game in in, in this kind of playing, and um, that's kind of where it all became a little bit more serious when I started playing in a lot of more bands, local bands uh, here in the Netherlands, and I was trying to aim a little bit higher every time, find the right people, and yes, that's that's every time it became more serious and. Um, the, the actual point where I decided to make music my my main um, career was very recently because I used to be a, a web developer full time, right? But um, simply because music is not very reliable, um, I cannot yeah. just live out of it. But I'm trying to make that that step reality, right. of course. Yeah. Well, that's awesome because yeah, because I read that you were a web developer. And it seems like right. musicians now is, is, is struggling, you know, because of the virus and everything. They can't get yeah. out and make make a make ends meet the way that they did before this virus hit. Um, yeah, but I'm I'm trying to make it uh, now. Now it's actually coming uh, a lot better because um, I'm, I'm giving guitar lessons. I'm really trying in any possible way to make it work as a musician right. just because I believe if I put a lot of energy in it eventually it will grow into something bigger right yeah because um I I I saw that uh like like a lot of bands were picking back up and making making tour dates now because uh Steel Panthers coming to Columbia so I don't know where I am at it so I'm going to see Steel Panthers oh, awesome. like like next month or something like April so I can't wait for that um so uh, I understand you love the '80s music as as, as much as I do because I'm an '80s child, you know, born in 1980. So, um, so uh, I I will leave the link below to your web to your YouTube channel, but mm -hmm. uh, but I see that that you're doing a lot of cover songs for '80s metal bands and and you got a lot of questions and answers. Uh, so that's right. Right. So. Uh, how do you pick the songs that you're going to cover? Are they mostly requests from from fans, or like, okay, this song, but you know, it's it's pretty good. You cover. Yeah. How am I gonna, you know? So I always, um, I I'm actually the the first one that comes up with the song that I'm gonna cover, and it's mostly a song that I really like. Mm -hmm. So, um, but I always take, um, how do you say that? I always ask people to to uh, tell me what they what what they want me to cover right. uh, in the comment section of the video, such as uh, what do you want me to cover next? And then I get a lot of requests, and then from there I see what fits uh, my taste. So maybe there's a song that I really like also, and then from there I I make the choice, 
and um, I see if it's a playable song. So if it's fun for me to to play the song, and if there is any backing tracks available, because not all songs have a, a backing track available, and that really would suck. So right, right. Um, <laughs> so uh, you have you have a Patreon at the patreon.com slash Sony Anubis. Uh, right. So, do does does one of those tiers get like first first dibs at what like like songs you uh, songs you will cover? I mean, do you let your page out decide first what you're gonna what you're gonna cover? Um, or like do that you just be part of it? Okay. I mean, that would be part of it. Um, all my patrons always get early access to my videos, and they they are allowed to to speak their minds. Uh, and I, I always read it because we have like a a, a Facebook group together and uh, they can post their ideas they have for my channel or anything i also recently um made a uh, post that they, uh, they can ask me anything they want and i will be making a q a video so i will be answering their questions specifically so it's really up to the ideas of the patreon members what comes next too indeed right right oh that's awesome awesome i'm i'm, I'm definitely going to subscribe to your patreon when i get money you know because money's tough to come oh. by now so i'm sorry about that but but i did buy your buy your posters and they're fantastic i'm, I'm going to hang them right behind Thank my you wall. so much yeah. i really appreciate the support a lot oh it, yeah it no problem me. yeah i mean i mean because you're a great musician than i and i respect musicians because a lot of people uh, probably don't understand you know the uh the i guess the uh i don't know how to say that the um not many band, not many fans uh, know what musicians have to go through to get paid right now. You know, I mean, it's, it's very hard. Certainly, uh, right now in, with with the coronavirus, we we don't get to sell our merchandise as we were at shows, for example, or sell tickets at all. It's it's just, yeah. Right now, everything goes through internet, and it's not the same. Right. It's definitely not the same. Yeah. So help help any musician that you can. Um, it's it's fantastic. So. Uh, uh, so, uh, so what was it about the bass guitar that you got you interested in starting with your music career? Was what was the bass guitar the first instrument that you got started with? Well, I have played um, instruments before. So, as the flute, I've played before. I was classically uh, uh, schooled with uh, with the, with um, transverse flute, like an instrument you play like this. Yeah, and. Um, I it didn't really uh, excite me that much, even though I, I really liked the sound of it. Right. I, I always was, and I always was driven more by the ear than I was interested in the theory. So if, if people would put a, a a piece of paper with notes on it, I, I would really get me a lot very bored. I really prefer to just play by feeling. So um, just when I got into Kiss, um, I, I was looking a lot of live. Uh, videos on YouTube because that's that's the way I discovered them, um, and uh, I saw this early um, yeah hotter than hell concerts, um, this ninety uh, seventy five so very early Kiss videos, and I was really thinking whoa that's they they look like they're really having fun there like I <laughs> I hope I can have this kind of fun too I will have to become a musician if I want to. All and right. I definitely thought that Gene Simmons had an, an insane stage presence. And it is. <laughs> that's what I thought actually being a bass player is very, very, um, very cool looking. So I thought, okay, I'm going to go for the bass. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. It just uh, attracted me more. And I like the way he did the bass slides. 
because he does a lot of bass lines like Ooh. yeah right yeah. yeah 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 and i was like well you can only do that with a bass because if you do it with a guitar it sounds mm-hmm. totally different right so i think that's the reason that's the reason why i started with a bass yeah so so when you switched to guitar um was it by choice or like 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 with the guitar because i hear you have a lot more freedom playing the guitar than you do bass because uh obviously bass has four you know four strings um did did you find that to be the case where where it gave you more freedom or did, did you like care like like a kiss kiss riff i'm like i wanted to, i, I want to yeah. learn how to play that it wasn't really a switch or, or a direct switch um because I always was mainly a bass player until three years ago, three years ago or something like that. Mm. Um, all my bands that I've been in, the local bands that I've played, I've always been a bass player because um, bass used to be my main instrument and I had some good, I have had uh, bass lessons and uh, as I'm self-taught with the guitar. So it's like right. a totally different um, thing to me. Um, and the switch happened a lot later when I realized that I felt like I'm more of a lead player than I am someone that wants to stand in the back. And that's something that always annoyed me a little bit as being the bass player that I had to be the person that had to be in the back. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, I I would like to stand on front of the stage and like interact with the audience. Yeah. which is possible as a bass player, it should be possible to be like that. I mean, yeah. the bass player from Iron Maiden, also too, right? Yeah, oh yeah. So, Iron Maiden, right? I, I just didn't find, yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> but I, I just didn't find the right people for that. So um, as I, I thought my, maybe I should make the switch to, be, to, to being a guitar player to, to get that chance. And I realized, of course, as a guitar player, uh, the volume is louder. Yeah. Um, it's a totally different thing. It's yeah. a totally different world. You play with a pick instead of the fingers because with the bass, I was playing constantly like that. So right. it was a totally new thing. And uh, I'm really happy that I made that switch actually because I feel like I'm very um, happy being a guitar player. But I also miss a lot that I'm that, uh, being a bass player because it felt a little bit easier <laughs> sometimes. Right. Uh, so you mentioned before that you teach guitars, how to play guitar uh, through your through your Patreon, um, which is uh, the, the highest tier. Um, now with those, do you do, do you normally get like like beginner beginners, or do you get like advanced uh, guitarists that want to wants to explore a little bit more, or like or like how do you go go about teaching them? Yeah, so uh, the guitar lessons that I give, I give them through uh, Skype or Zoom sometimes. Um, depends on what the student wants. And um, I always uh, give lessons to every single level. So I have my some students that are total beginners for a guitar, and I teach them from from the beginning. So every, every single little technique, basic techniques. And I have also quite advanced students that are more into the theory or want to get very good at a certain difficult technique. So it really, it, I, I uh, adapt my lessons to the student and uh, it's all possible just by sending an email to me. So it, it's, it's not needed to become a, a Patreon member. Right. J- just, uh, okay. just with an email. Okay. Yeah. Great, great. Yeah. All right. So, um, so Sephiroth, uh, Sephiroth was your first band that, that, that I can re- uh, research you on. Um, 
so was Cypress your first band or was there any bands before them? Like, did you have any bands in like high school that you kind of dabbled with? I've been in quite an amount of bands. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, um, I, I have to think um, my first band um, was a metal band from near here. Uh, they were called Dimension, and okay. I was playing bass there. It was a melodic death metal band. Right. And um, after that, uh, I've played in a band named Ecoside as a bass player, too. I've played in a band named Shade of Hatred as a bass player. Um, I've played in a band named Jackal. I've played in a band Sephiroth. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I've played in... Yeah, I've played in a cover band very, very early on as a bass player. That that is probably my first band, but right. it was it wasn't really a friend band. It was more like a music school band where I had to play with some students and just learn some songs. It, it wasn't it was it wasn't really the same as being in a band where you make your own music. Right. So right. So, uh, so which genre of music would you say you you're more like attracted to because because I know that Seth Frost is like a death metal band. You got your band Crypto, which is a death metal band, so, right? Yeah. Yes. So uh, so I so I feel you're more like a death metal uh, lover first, and then and then eighties metal music second, maybe. I, I cannot um, put them in a certain uh, order because okay. I, I really yeah. like my my styles a lot and. I do like them equally in their own way, actually. I cannot even say that they're equal because they're just different and they're very important in their own way. So I really like heavy metal from the 80s. Um, I really like death metal. Yeah. I really like thrash metal. I really like black metal. I really like uh, classical music, actually. I can really yeah. like a lot of music. I'm very open-minded when it right. comes to, yeah. to, to music genres. So I just... I just like bands. That, that's yeah. my way of, of seeing it. Well, yeah. well you're kind of like me. I'm 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 more like open-minded, and and I feel like that's the, that's the most uh, advanced way of uh, being creative. Um, yeah, because you're not stuck I in see, one bubble, you know. I I see a lot of people always trying to find discussions between genres, like oh, your death metal sucks. I can understand what they're saying, or right. oh, your your glam metal sucks because they look like they're posers or some. <laughs> bullshit like that i don't believe in this kind of um nonsense i think you can have fun with every single style and you can ha take inspiration from every single artist that you listen that you enjoy right right exactly um so uh with uh Sephiroth, um uh, did you ha so so how did you find out about you or like did you find about them like, 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 how did the relationship between you and Sephiroth come, come, come about? Yeah, so um, I joined Sephiroth, ooh, I think four years ago already. It's been a long time ago, five <laughs> years or something. Yeah. Um, and this is because I played with them. I, I knew about this band back when I played with Ecoside because we played a concert together in a, lo a local show here in the Netherlands yeah. and we were supporting them and then later on like two years later they were looking for a bass player and it really attracted me because uh, the band I was in was not heavy enough in my opinion <laughs> so oh. I, I needed something like more 
extreme to me and to work with musicians that wanted to to go a little bit further yeah. with music so um it really was a connection with with sepiroth and i felt like i can really lose my energy in there and they accepted my way of being a very um present bass player i don't know how to say it i, I i'm i'm not the bass player that stands in the back right so that's something yeah. that, I, that i've said I, i'm a person that likes to be like in the front and it's gonna move a lot around yeah. a lot yeah. so and that's something that they accepted and and i, I was happy with that and um yeah that's kind of how it went and yeah and and then later on i decided to to leave the band just because um i wanted to get my priorities a little bit straight and see what i needed to do to to push myself as a musician to the next level mm. so i felt like i was a little bit limited um right. and I, I needed to 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 uh, make choices which is part of which is part of growing yeah, in my right. opinion right well yeah. i mean that's that's with every uh, music band i think I, I i think that some 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 bands get too stuck in their own in their own ways and i feel yeah. like everybody should explore, explore brand new opportunities yeah so. and the more you, i learn as a musician the more possibilities i see to grow in, in in different ways and i feel like it's also time for me to create my own band since this is the way crypta has started right and cobra spell which is the which which are my current bands now and i feel like investing energy on these two bands uh, is is what makes me the happiest right now right right so uh if it's okay i, I would like to talk about the burning witches i'm not sure if you're you know oh sure I mean, okay great so great cause, yeah because i don't know anything about you know why, why you left and um but uh when i first found about you i saw a a video on youtube you with the burning witches playing playing the the the, the amazing cover of uh dio's um holy diver holy diver <laughs> yeah thank you thank you very much <laughs> it's surpassed my mind for some reason yeah a uh, holy diver and i and i understand that the burning witch just formed in 2015 um so mm -hmm. how how did you find out about this or did they come looking for you because i know that you were in, in sephiroth and they like okay well well they were looking for a guitarist i didn't know about it All right um the manager actually um get, got in touch with me because he saw some videos of me playing on on the internet on facebook mm -hmm. and I, I had some performances as a bass player and that seemed to interest them and um so they asked me to audition and a week later i had to fly to switzerland and uh, play some songs with the band and it was a direct yes so i i got in the band oh nice and uh, that was a, that was a very big step for my music music career because yeah. i finally got to join a band that had um a lot of potential mm -hmm. so um we directly got got signed with the label uh, nuclear blast and i got to be part of a new album and it, it was really um a big step because aside of be it being a very potential uh, band with a lot of potential i i never had been a guitarist in a band so th this was the biggest um step that i had to take from being a bass player to being a guitarist in a band and it's something that i had to learn very fast and um yes yeah, so these three years that i've been in this band have been very um very uh i've learned a lot because um yeah it's all those festivals that we have played and all these experiences uh you learn a lot of, of by doing it yes 
Right. Cool. Cool. Uh, so, um, when you first went through audition for them, uh, was it kind of laid back and chill or, or was it like very like, Oh my God. I, oh, <laughs> I have to say that, I, I, um, if I have to be honest, um, I was very, very extremely nervous and, um, right. simply because I wasn't used to play guitar standing. <laughs> As I say, I'm always I always have been a, mainly a bass player. So being in this band as a guitarist was really a, a big step for me. I've always played guitar as a bedroom guitarist, in my opinion. That's what I call it because I was just playing music by fun at right. home. So the fact that they asked me to audition was very, um, very amazing to me. I was not expecting it, and I didn't know if I could do it. So right. um, I was so nervous that I even started to cry. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It it was that 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 bad in my opinion but right. they seem to to accept it mm. and um yeah so from there i i've just became a lot better i think nice nice um so i understand that you left burning which is to to form Cobertsville and uh and crypto uh so mm, it's not the main reason oh, <laughs> okay okay well yeah because um yeah, cause oh, could uh, could could you tell us why you what why you left? Was it like due to personal reasons or? Um, yeah, there was a lot of uh, indifferences and things that I didn't agree with in the band, and there was a lack of democracy that I that really didn't appeal me. Yeah. So, um, Crypto already started a year before I left the band. The the band already um, existed, and so did Cobra Spell. Cobra Spell also existed a year before I left the band, so it was not. Uh, it is not the, that was not the main reason it was just um, I needed to part ways because I couldn't grow as a musician in the way I wanted to and I think sometimes we just have to um, move to a different path if we want to grow yeah yeah, yeah. and I think I, f I felt a little bit stuck in burning right. witches right because as I said I think everybody should should grow grow you know exponentially and and if they're stuck within within the band or your job you know it's time to move on so yeah exactly uh, and it's nothing bad and i wish no, them, i no. wish them the best yeah. with the lineup that they have right now and i'm just gonna follow my own um my own new paths with my new bands with new opportunities where i feel like i have a voice and where i can finally write my own music which is really that i I'm really extremely excited about. Right. Well, hell yeah, hell yeah. So, uh, so let's talk about Cobra Spell for a minute. I um, started listening to Love Eminem as soon as I heard that you had to do Cobra Spell, and then that's great because it instantly reminds me of the '80s, reminds me of Kiss, reminds me of you know the old old school awesome. Megadeth, right? So, uh, so you, so you write both for for both of these fans, or do you just write for Cobra Spell? For Crypto and Cobra Spell, I both I'm a both. songwriter. Okay. So in Cobra Spell, I'm the main songwriter of all the songs. Right. So I make all the compositions and I write the lyrics together with my boyfriend, mm. who's the guitarist in the band also. Right. And uh, with Crypto, it's it's um, a collaboration with all the members. We all write in this in the music of the band. Okay. Yeah. Because I was well, I, I was wondering. So so I, I know that you have two bands, just like just like many other musicians, right? But uh, but my question to you was, uh, uh, so when you're writing out uh, lyrics, uh, you know they're just words on paper. So how do you determine that? Yeah, that this is a crypto song, or if if this is a cover spell song. But now that you said that that all you write on in in crypto, I mean that's pretty much taken care of, right? 
I, I write music, so um, okay. the lyrics. I'm not responsible for the lyrics in Crypta. That's more uh, up to Fernanda, but I'm I'm more of a the music maker. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. The, awesome. The one that that makes the composition. Right. <laughs> together with with the with the others. Awesome. So that that's more my thing, even though um, I'm I'm learning more about lyrics with cover spell since, um, yeah, since, since it's more like my band. Right. Yeah. I, I well, yeah. To, yeah. I, I get to write almost every. Right, right, right. Cool, cool. And that's a good thing because, um, you know, uh, when it's your when it's your band, you're more enthused to write that song that that, that speaks speaks to yeah, your heart. Yeah, I can lose my own creativity, and um, it feels more personal. And this is something yeah. that I enjoy. Right. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So we have one more question for you before we let you go, because I know you're you're pretty much tired and need to go to bed. But uh, but um. So... Yeah, it's not that late. But oh well. <laughs> well yeah, yeah. I forgot it's about like almost ten there. So yes, because I go to bed really late. I go to bed like about four a.m. So I'm pretty sure. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's sometimes. That's... Sometimes I go to bed at nine, depending on if I gotta work the next day. You know. But, uh, but but I do have one more question for you. And uh, so this uh, uh, podcast is called When the Words Fail, Music Speaks, right? So, mm -hmm. and that can't be more more truthful to to our people. Um, so my question to you is, is there any one particular song that you that you can hear, but you can't tell anybody else how, how it makes you feel? Like this, cool. yeah, that's like, like one song that you, that, that you hear that, that you can't really explain to anybody and they won't understand how, how it makes you feel. Aha, uh -huh. so having a struggle of not knowing how to explain how it makes me feel. Yes. Oh, yeah. that's a good one because I always can really relate my feelings with a song. Right. So, um, I would say maybe, um, let me see, let me think. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, take your time, take your time. Um, uh, I, I I tell you what I'll tell you mine and then I'll 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 let, let you think okay because sure. okay so there are there are like I'm a big country fan you know I mean I I grew up with country right so mm -hmm. there's this one artist called Eric Church right he has a song mm -hmm. called uh, um, uh, Talladega and for some reason when I hear that song I and I try to I I, I really can't explain it you know because because it moves my heart so much you know I can't really. Yeah. And sometimes when here I I start to cry just a little bit. I'm like, oh my god, you know. So so I try not wow, to. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that, it's yeah. amazing how music can have an effect like that on the feelings. It does. That's, it does. Yeah. I love music for for that yeah. actually because it's so um, strong. Yeah, because um, yeah, you never know what one song will do to your soul, or you know, I mean, it's just music is powerful thing, you know. I think the song. Um, champion from tony mcalpine i think is that one let me make sure if yeah it's sure yeah. Um, yeah it's that one so the song champion from tony mcalpine has a very epic guitar line so much mm -hmm. that it always motivates me a lot to right. keep on going um, I can really remember the melody by head. I'm always uh, someone that stores the music very well, but the names I always mixed up. Right. But that song is very, very amazing. It's very inspiring. That's awesome. And since it's an instrumental song, it's always for people a little bit harder to understand 
because it doesn't have any particular lyrics it's just guitar so it's like it's like talking with a guitar and maybe that for me is easy easier to understand and this song really um screams of uh euphoria and happiness and um yeah for me it's like some kind of motivation talk <laughs> but then in guitar language it is because because i feel like any kind of inspiration in instrumental music you know you create you get to create your own feeling about that song you know right because um, there's no lyrics there's no way. explaining what the song is about it's it's up to your own interpretation right. what is the guitar trying to say with 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 a shred <laughs> right exactly 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 so um yeah so thank you so much for coming on this has been a real honor for me to talk to you today and uh yeah just uh, um and i do want you to come back if, you know if if you have some time you know probably next year whenever you get out in the crowd and you know feel feel the vibe that, that the crowd's going to give you because i know um venues were opening up bands are making uh you know tour dates now so hopefully we'll get out of this pretty safely you know? yeah i'm crossing my fingers for that yeah i am too i am too so thank you very much again yeah, thank you so much for having me on the interview. You had great questions and I'm happy to be part of this.